Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivram. How are you all this week? I had a good week after several crazy ones. I paced myself at work, got a lot more done instead of running around in a frenzy. I'm recording this podcast in the middle of a friend's wedding in Calcutta, but I hope this is worth it. If you remember, I had done a quick survey last week on Instagram and a lot of you had shared some responses. In today's podcast, I want to talk about the first topic request I received through such feedback. Fear of failure. Fear can come in many forms and shapes. Debilitating as it is in its core, it originates from something we are threatened of. It could just be an intangible thought or an actual danger, but it's still very real for us. Healthline lists a total of 115 failures in its list of A to Z list of phobias. You heard that right, A to Z list. But of them all, I think the notion of fear of failure has to be the most challenging. Quoting a psychologist, fear of failure is when the prospect of failing presents such a significant psychological threat that motivation to avoid it exceeds the motivation to succeed. We've all faced that. The trigger could be subjective from person to person, but the consequence is the same. It immobilizes you like a free spell, stops you from making a move. Fear has a grip on you like no other. It can hold you back from doing things you want to achieve, force you to stick to the well-trodden path, the path that the mind is well-versed with, rather than treat the unknown. It manifests in different ways. For some, it could be endless procrastination. Tomorrow becomes the day after and the day after never comes. We put it off for another day rather than confront difficult situations. For some of us, including me, It could be perfectionism. We shove all our anxieties and worries and try to fool the world and ourselves, saying we're trying to make it perfect and that you're not ready as yet. We could make excuses, hold ourselves back from opportunities. We stick to what we're sure of and avoid trespassing boundaries. The whole, what will others think? We wonder what others might think, say, comment, or are just afraid of disappointing them. Sometimes we could set expectations before doing a task. just to lower everybody's expectations. I have not played in a while. This is my very first attempt in front of such a large audience. I'm not very used to doing this, do not expect much. I will try, but no promises. Excuses so as not to let down people. But most dangerous of all is that fear of failure causes inaction. We would rather do nothing than walk the plank and face our own demons. Fear of failure could be triggered by a similar event in the past or just the fear of uncertainty in the future. I have been under this spell on countless occasions myself, but let us first deal with fear of failure that comes from past experiences. As a teenager growing up, I was pretty much not associated with a single tribe, so I could not afford making a fool out of myself. I had trained myself to be sure that everything looked perfect from the outside. What would they think if I did this or said that? I was so scared of being laughed at. So slowly things that I was not sure of used to keep getting omitted out of sight, out of mind, right? Butterflies in my stomach speaking in front of large audiences, no more public speaking for Shweta. 
choked playing a character in a play, no more theatre for you. And so the trimming happened and the safe mode was all I played in. Stuck to well-trodden paths, venturing to what was proven and done before as right. But the pressure started building up. The gap between the life I wanted to live and the life fear made me lead widened until it stopped making sense. Think about it for a minute, your biggest failure in your life. The moment where you felt deeply humiliated or ashamed or felt like you let yourself down. Replay that incident slowly in your mind or better yet, jot it down. Write everything you can remember about that incident. Write down to what color of the dress other people were wearing around you when this was happening. You'll be surprised by how much detail you remember of this incident irrespective of when it happened to you. Do not stop the flow of thoughts in this process. Literally pour every single thing you remember on that piece of paper. Every single thing you felt, every single thing people told you then, the consequences, the repercussions and its impact till today. Pause here if you need a moment to collect your thoughts on this. Alright, here is sincerely hoping that this exercise took you lesser time than me. I did this exercise long time back and it had gone on for a whole week. Not kidding. So now that you have it in front of you, the biggest failure you have faced in your life till date. Read it once again. And this time, do not dismiss or disregard any feelings that come up. If you have more emotions or feelings that you want to add, jot it down at this point in time. When you think you're ready and you have everything jotted down in front of you, objectively separate them into two different categories. What actually happened and the meaning that you've assigned to it. Once you do this religiously, you'll find that what actually happened was barely two or maybe three bullet points. But the bucket of the meaning you have assigned to it runs into pages. We tell ourselves stories about what happened, attach meaning to it, reanalyze it and butcher the truth. Every rerun of the incident adds more layers to the reality and the failure built up in our heads more often than not is not what happened but the meaning we ended up attaching to it. Take for example me freezing on stage in the middle of a play. It could be lack of preparation, a difficult line to remember, lack of confidence, a momentary distraction or just an anomaly. Maybe I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But instead, all I remember is a look of contempt on the judges' faces, the disappointment in my fellow housemates' eyes, waiting for me to deliver my dialogue so that the play could go on, my friends who were there to cheer me but ended up watching me bomb, the pity in the principal's eyes asking me if I wanted to go again, and the tears in my eyes, and shame. All meanings attached to it. If I had only seen that event for just what it was, I need not have carried it with me for 10 years, but instead I did. I developed several coping mechanisms, I called myself an introvert, convinced myself it's not my cup of tea, built boundaries with my own guilt and shame, and decided never to do theatre again. While all emotions can be dealt with with some constructive effort, but shame is not something anyone should be made to feel. You see, when you're guilty, you feel that you've done something wrong. But when you feel shame, you feel you are wrong. And that is a very dangerous territory. 
Identify all the meanings and emotions you've attached to that situation in your life and chew over it a bit. Identify things you could have done better instead. If you had a chance to redo the akarans, what could you have changed and how would that have impacted the result? And remember this time to just carry on the lessons. The second trigger for fear of failure is uncertainty of the future. We are afraid to make a choice or take that leap of faith because we are not sure of the results. Sadly, there are no guarantees in life. None we have been informed of at least. We cannot guarantee ourselves a life without failure, but we can vouch to pick ourselves up, dust off our shoulders despite all failures. Think about your life. Do you think anyone can truly avoid failure? Can you truly succeed if you haven't failed? I highly doubt that. Failure taught me some of the most important things in life. Most of my startling revelations came from when I thought I couldn't sink any lower. And every time I fought and came up for air, stood testament and gave me courage to fight harder in the next round. Failure gave me the courage to fight back, to never call it quits. Failure gave me the courage to fight with all I've got even if my back is stacked against the wall and I have no way out. Failure teaches you discretion and reveals more than success ever does. So the next time you see yourself holding back because you're afraid to fail, spend some time exploring where is this fear coming from? Is it legitimate or is it hypothetical? If it's legitimate, analyze it rationally. What all are the possible outcomes? How many eventualities are possible that you can define as of today? How many of those are unfavorable to you? What is it that you can do to minimize eventualities unfavorable to you? Think deep to understand the answers to all these questions. Usually, thinking of the worst case scenario has been proven to give confidence time and again. If you can find a solution to the worst imaginable consequence, then anything in between the best and the worst should also be manageable, right? Analyze your strengths and improvement areas logically. I try and my assess myself sometimes as a third person, like I would probably do a review of my team members in the corporate world. We are often nicer to others than we are to ourselves. So begin by doing it objectively. Start with the positives. What are you truly good at? The list may not be a foot long, but you can stick to the truth. No exaggerated versions for positives or negatives. Then look at your shortcomings. Where really do you lack? And what can you do to improve them specifically? I've also known people to find comfort in building a plan B, a just-in-case scenario. Personally, I had never believed in a plan B. I feel that somewhere knowing that there is a plan B would make me slack in my efforts in what is my first preference and cushion that will to succeed. So I'd rather make that leap with all I've got instead. Like the jump without the rope when Dark Knight Rises, but that could just be me. Remember though in the end, there are no guarantees in life. So sometimes no hacks can come to the rescue and you just have to back yourself up and take that leap. If you're in one of those situations, make that leap and make sure you do all that is in your power to make it happen. If it doesn't, we'll stand back up again, stronger this time and only carry the lessons learned and move forward. At the end of our lives, we only regret the chances we never took. So do not let fear of failure hold you back from living the life of your dreams. I hope this episode, however brief, 
helped give you some perspective for whatever struggles you're going through. And remember to be miraculous and live your life to the fullest with all the zeal and energy you can muster. You only get to live through this day once in your entire life, so make it count. If there's any topic you would like me to address in this podcast, do not hesitate in sharing it with me and I will find a way to weave them in with what I have planned for the coming weeks. If you've not subscribed to the channel yet, please download the Hubhopper app and do so. Also, if you've heard all the way till here, message me your thoughts on this episode and the podcast on Instagram or Facebook. I will look forward to hearing your feedback. Grateful as ever, thank you for tuning in. This is Shweta Shivraman signing out, hoping you all have a great week and end the month on a high. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट